Empowering our communities with one conversation at a time. This is BMB Radio. Tell it like it is on ZRadioLive.com. Hey, what's up out there in Radio Land? We are here, BMB. Tell it like it is. We are with you for an hour, for a little bit more than an hour, to tell you what's going on in our world and in politics, sports, and entertainment, and whatever else just comes to our mind. Um, we are three best friends that grew up together. We just talking noise and see what's going to happen. Uh, BMB, the B stands for B Mac, Melbourne, and B Brown. And make sure you follow us on our pages on Facebook. BMB Tell Like It Is, YouTube, BMB Empower, and Instagram, BMB3, to keep up with us what's going on and what and how we can give you information when we're not on air. Uh, just like, share, and subscribe so you can keep up with us. But we're going to kick it off with this first song, and we hope you enjoy it. And as soon as that song is over, we're going to get to talking. Let's get into it, fellas. Get into it.
All right, what's up? What's up, y'all? This is BMB. We are back again, back one more time in the house uh, with you guys, man. Thank you guys for um, you know tuning in once again. You know, however you're tuning in, however you're watching this or listening to us, uh, we got another great show for y'all with some great topics this time that we're going to talk about. Once again, I want to introduce my guys here. I got with me, I man. I got my main man Brent over here, man. How's it going today? Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well on this day. Whatever day to see you. All right. All right. So I got <laughs> everybody. Hope y'all doing Too much well. drink in my cup. Too much drink in his cup. Man, hold up. Man, hold up. <laughs> if y'all ain't from Texas, y'all wouldn't understand. It's the Texas thing. <laughs> it, it's just what it is. I mean, right. we got some lingo around here, down yeah. here in this state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely got some lingo. If you, yeah, chopped and screwed, all that. Yeah. yeah. If you're not from Texas, Most you definitely. don't know. Uh, but yeah, I also got my main man Meldrick down here, man. What's going on today? What's happening, everybody? How y- how's everybody doing out there? How y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? <laughs> <laughs> doing good, doing good, man. All right, all right. So you got me be brown with you. So we're about to get this show started. We got some really good topics to talk about today. Uh, first, we're gonna start with sports. Uh, of course, Mel, you know, he's got that online. He's gonna go into that and just some things that are going on right now with sports. Um, also, we got some uh, other topics that we're going to talk about. Brent sent us some other topics uh, and some articles and about some things that are going on right now uh, that you guys need to know about. So, of course, one of the main things is right now you got a couple of states, well, more than a couple of states, actually, um, trying to uh, pass laws. And some have already passed these laws to basically try to erase racism or try to whitewash it, almost like it never even happened. Um, That's a good way to put it, whitewash it. Yeah, whitewash it, um, try to erase it uh, from history and not even teach it to kids uh, that are growing, uh, growing up now. So, uh, that is a very important topic. We're going to get into that. Um, also, there's some things going on with the HBCU schools and funding. Uh, that's really important as well. Uh, we're going to talk about that later also. There's also new mass guidelines uh, with the CDC. Uh, we're going to go into that, just kind of the updates and just kind of our thoughts and what we think about that and how we're going to approach it, you know, moving forward. And then last thing, we have a surprise. Meldrick's going to throw in a topic and try to get our opinion about it and see how we feel about it. And so, man, that is the show. Uh, that's the rundown. We're about to get it started. Uh, let's do this thing, man. What's, what's going on with sports, Mel? What's going on, everybody? We're going to talk about a little bit of sports here today. Uh, as y'all know, the uh, NBA playoffs is... Uh, coming up on us here really soon and uh, this season as most everybody knows that they are having a a little bit different wrench in the uh, in the playoffs now so they have a play-in tournament almost almost kind of mimicking what the uh, what the uh, uh, baseball does uh, from time to time well when I want to say the last couple of years where they had a almost a a play-in game basically is what they're doing so it's a uh, one game elimination game so to be able to get into the playoffs is what is what they're doing, uh, and so so you are going to have a uh, the number ten seed and a number nine seed play each other, and the number eight seed and number seven seeds play each other, and so what's going to happen? The Hornets are going to play the Pacers. Uh, the Hornets, uh, Charlotte is number ten seed, and the Pacers are number nine, uh, and this is the Eastern Conference. And in Washington, the Wizards are going to play the Celtics. Uh, the Wizards are number eight, and the, the Celtics are number seven. Uh, in the Western Conference, is San Antonio, your squad, uh, Brent, uh, playing the Grizzlies, uh, who are the number nine seed. And then the matchup everybody is 
uh, probably waiting on where the number eight seed Golden State Warriors play the number seed, number seven seed uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. Uh, so that is that. Those are the games that are going to be playing. But there was one thing I found out that is, I guess it benefits you doing a little bit better during in, during the regular season. So the number seven and number eight seeds, it's almost a double elimination because who whoever wins that goes on to the next round, but whoever loses plays the plays the winner of the nine and ten game, nine and ten seeds. So they actually get a second chance. So if they lose, they can they can still have a chance to win and make it in. And so that's the, when I found that out, I was like, that's that's really interesting. So I guess it it pays. <clears throat> Pays a little bit of a dividend, you know, for you to do a little bit better during the season, even though you are in the playing tournament, you you get two shots at it versus just one shot. Mm. Uh, and so so that's that's how that's working. I know the last time I wasn't 100 percent sure, but I, I I was able to find out how it was going to work. Uh, so is this a series or is it it's a one? You no, it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a one game series. It's a, a one game series. One game so. Okay. Uh, but like I said, if you are a seven or eight seed, even if you lose, you still have a, a second shot mm-hmm. to to win the next the next game out of the the uh, nine and ten nine 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 seed and ten seed game. Okay. Yeah, they'll play the winner of that one, and whoever wins that is the one that advances on. Has it ever been done before? No, this is the first time. First time. This, okay. this is the first time the NBA has done anything like this. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be very interesting, and like I said, I'm sure everybody's going to be tuned in to that uh, L.A. and Golden State game. Y'all know y'all know how how uh, oh uh, Chef Curry can can uh, cook up over there. He can Man. he yeah. can he can cook up some stuff, but he he has been carrying his team the last few games. Right. Uh, so I mean, and does, he, does he still have a lot in the tank? Uh, and he, can he get some help? You know, even though he might, he can put up 40, 50 points, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if he got 50 and everybody else got one, two, three points, I mean, it's, it's not going to be it. enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you got on that other squad, you got uh, Anthony Davis and you got the guy with the crown, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. James, as as uh, our friend over here would say, Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> So I, I am I'm looking forward to that game and to, and to see what see what's going to happen in that one. And it's a late game. Matter of fact, it's going to be a ten o'clock game, uh, ten p.m. Eastern. So it's probably be by what, by nine o'clock nine here. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit later game. So I had to stay up a little bit later to watch that one. Uh, so, uh, but uh, in some more news, uh, um, the Chicago Bears have breaking news. And they have stated that they are going to, we, they're going to stand strong and they're going to have their starting quarterback. They believe in him, and Andy Dalton. He is the guy. Even though they just drafted a number one pick or a, a, a first rounder in Justin Fields, who is an excellent athlete and an excellent quarterback, but they are going with Andy Dalton. Well, you they know, standing that's all because that. all the good work he did in Dallas. They just ready to see Oh, he, oh he did a lot of good work in Dallas, didn't he? he got about, a concussion and everything. About, about, about two games of good work and then <laughs> – I mean, I, I Andy, Dalton is, Andy Dalton is a good, solid quarterback. He's from the state of Texas. He is a Texas quarterback. Mm-hmm. He, won a, he won a state championship. He won – uh, he won a bowl game in, in, uh, in college. So, I mean, he, he's won. He's won on, 
He's proven himself. Yeah, he's proven himself. He's won on 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 he's he's won on all three levels because he when he was in Cincinnati they had uh, they had five seasons in a row where they they had winning seasons and they went to the playoffs. You know because you know right. Cincinnati is my team. You know I, I had why, faith in but... it. Well, yeah, I can say the same thing about the Cowboys, man. Uh, but uh, you know we'll we'll save we'll save that conversation for another day. Okay. <laughs> uh, but like I said, he definitely a solid quarterback. It's just. I mean, it's just it's just past his time now. I mean, he just he's just he's played his time. You know, he he'll be a really good solid backup quarterback. You know, right. he can if if your starter goes down, he can come in the game and he can continue to continue to play well. I just he just not not now. He's just not the quarterback that'll take your team all away. He just he just don't he don't have it no more. I should say. So at one point in time, he probably could have, but not now. So. Uh, but like I said, but the it could be possible that all five of the quarterbacks who got drafted could be starters uh, at the beginning of the season. So we'll see uh, what happens uh, when the, when the season starts up and see what quarterback is is going to be running the show. Um, so well, it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be an interesting season, especially with the added extra game uh, that they had this season. So it's going to be a, a eighteen game season this. This year, schedule is already uh, out too. Right. right, yeah, they they already got the preseason schedule and stuff like that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, I I'm sure I'm sure it was generated by uh, the dollar bill. Uh, oh yeah, and because that's gonna that's gonna be more games to watch on TV, more games to sell tickets, more games to get parking, you know, to to sell parking spots and sell season tickets to the games and all of that. I mean, it's going to be money generated for for everything, you know. But I can understand that the I can understand the players' concern about uh, health, you know, because that's an, a whole other extra game that they got to get ready got to get ready for that they hadn't had to in the in the past, you know. So, yeah. But I can. It's also it, it could be it could be good and bad mm-hmm. because if you if you were hurt and let's just say he was out, he, he just say he's going to be hurt for 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 five weeks. He gonna miss five games. He still got a that person. That player still got an extra game that he can come back and play, and uh, and it could make a difference in them making the playoffs or not. You know, so we'll. I don't know if they. I've I've heard talks about you know teams sitting players and resting players as they doing that in the uh, NBA. How they rest players to you know keep them fresh for for games that mean that mean uh, that means things or you know games that matter in the playoffs. So. Not sure how that how that's going to play out. So I guess I can say we'll see. And a little bit of boxing news, uh, Braxton. You said uh, 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 what's it? What's Deontay, Deontay, Deontay Wilder yeah. uh, won his arbitration agreement or arbitration uh, case against Tyson Fury. Um, so I was so, reading up a little bit about it, and so kind of what happened in there. They, there was a, a, I guess, a clause for a third fight or a trilogy fight uh, in, oh, okay, the, yeah, yeah. in the uh, contract. Uh, but you know that they signed after the you know before the second fight, and so what was going on? Tyson Fury's team was saying that uh, Deontay Wilder, since he didn't pick a date, that they were going to nullify basically the agreement. Um, right. So you know, so they didn't there didn't have to be a third fight. Um, right. I guess you know they went and fought it out in court. Uh, right. Deontay okay. won, and so now there has to be <clears throat> a third fight before September the fifteenth of this year. And what's crazy is that Tyson Fury is supposed to fight 
AJ, you know, Anthony Joshua. Um, and that fight I saw today, I think that fight is scheduled to make like a hundred and fifty-five million, something like that. Or it's supposed to be hundred and fifty-five million. I, I don't fight. remember when it when um, were they supposed to fight? Um I can't Dude. remember the date, but it was later, later in the year, like kind of like oh, the last, okay. maybe like the last half of the last quarter of the year or something like that. Okay. Um, it wasn't September, though. Um, it was going to be later than that. Okay. I think they were supposed, they were both scheduled to make, I think, like 75 million um, off of this fight. Okay. Um, him, uh, Tyson and Anthony Joshua. Right. Of both. But what they're saying, too, is that Tyson Fury can actually settle this um, arbitration case against Deontay with yeah against Deontay by uh paying Deontay he can pay him anywhere from five uh, eight million and that could settle it but we'll we'll see how how they choose to settle it uh, right. if they'll fight I'm, or uh, I'm sure I'm, you know, I'm sure Deontay wants to settle it inside the ring I'm sure he does too yeah. but that five to eight yeah. million would be nice too yeah yeah and I ain't gotta um, get hit <laughs> and then, right and then I just fight the winner of, of of Joshua uh, Tyson, you know, right? Yeah. So, but he may want to sell it inside the ring and get his belts back. You know, Deontay, Deontay, right. he got it's, it's he's got that pride, man. And so he does. He got a. I feel like he 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 want that fight probably more than money. Yeah, he he he. I know how he is. We know how he is. Right. He want to get in the ring and he want to drop him, and he want to get he he. That's what he want to do. He want to get in there and he want to put him. He want to put him on his back and drop him. Right. And that's why he won't. I, that's what I think end up happening, and I'm sure that's what he'll want. Right. Now I ain't gonna lie. I, if if you if I can make five to eight million dollars and I ain't got to swing, train, or get hit, it's very tempting. Very mm-hmm. tempting. But at the same time, as a as a fighter, and I'm and, and as a boxer, yeah, I I want I, I want some payback because he because he, he he was he was kind of humiliated that last fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna want some some payback for that big time. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's that's what I think. That's what I think. And so, I don't know, man. I'm I'm ready. I just want to see somebody fight. I don't. Right. <laughs> at this point, right. if it's Deontay Tyson, I'm good with that uh, trilogy. <laughs> uh, I'll watch right. it again. Um, yeah. Or AJ, you know. Uh, so, I just want yeah. somebody. There was also the Hall of Fame. You know, they had the Hall oh, of yeah, Fame. Oh, yeah, That's, yeah. That is right. Yeah, that is okay. right. I don't know if y'all watching so that. that. I know so. they had, uh, you know, Kobe's wife spoke, and mm-hmm. uh, I think Tim Duncan. Yeah, Tim Duncan, Duncan Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Tamika, Garnett. Tamika Catchings, mm-hmm. uh, Kobe Bryant, of course, Kim Mulkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also inducted um, Bill Russell as a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was enshrined in 1975 as a player, right. but they inducted him uh, this year. Uh, as a as a coach, as a coach, uh, and it was a couple of other people. I can't think of the names right now. Uh, one lady was a D was a D two coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of her name. Uh, I want to say she coached at a school. And it was a D two school, and I, it was Ber- not Berkeley. It was something that started with a B. I can't think. I'd have to look it up to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, actually, it was a few other people that got inducted as well. Uh, they, and they've also announced the twenty twenty one. I mean, the twenty twenty two. Uh, or no, the 2021, because that one was a 2020 class, mm-hmm. uh, the 2021 uh, 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 Hall of Fame class was Paul Pierce, Chris Weber, um, and, a, and a couple of other people I forgot. Mm-hmm. I forget right now. But there is uh, some some uh, some very well-known people uh, in the 2021 class as well. So much respect to all those all those who are enshrined. 
uh, you know, uh, and, uh, and especially, you know, of course, Kobe. Uh, right. We we all knew he was going in anyway, you know. So uh, they 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 did a pretty nice tribute to him. Uh, of course, Vanessa spoke, uh, and uh, Michael Jordan presented him. Uh, so yeah, it was a pretty pretty special moment. You know? All right, hope you guys are enjoying the show. Hope you're liking what you're hearing. And I hope you like what you're going to hear next. We're going to take a break, but we're going to send you off with this song, and we'll be back right after. Yeah, Spider Man and Freezing, full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, Dale? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Break it down. Girl, I must warn you.
So we're going to move on to our, our next topics. Man, this, this next topic is uh, we're going to talk about critical race theory I and mean, just kind of how important that is um, to um, our youth and just to society in general and what's been going on. So you have um, multiple states uh, that are um, basically trying to pass laws and some states have already passed laws to stop teaching about race and racism um, to our youth. Um, the theories and the thoughts behind it are, are really, to me, kind of messed up when you think about it. Um, but then it, in a way, it kind of all makes sense when you think about who are the people coming up with these decisions. So, uh, Brent, I know you sent us a couple of top, or a couple of articles on this topic, um, you know, these states and what they're trying to do. What, are, what is your take and, and what do you all think about this? It's BS, man. I mean... Call it what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you have a, this part, the Republican Party who is in power, and they are trying to basically erase their original sins. And when I say that, I'm not. I'm talking about white people's original sins of racism and slavery in this country. It's a part of the history. You can't deny it but they're doing their darnest to try to do it. So they're basically trying to, oh, go ahead, Milton. I'm just saying that, well, you just gonna, if they do that, they just gonna knock out a a very important part of the the history books, like like the Civil War. I mean, right. uh, You just gonna erase that out of the history books? Or just say the South won? Right. And so, I mean, it's like, and and, and if they do that, the South won, you're gonna make the South won what? What were they fighting for? Who right. were they fighting? You know exactly. what I'm saying? You're just going you're just gonna erase all different history books. Mm-hmm. Like they may, they have movies about that stuff. Right. How and why? I mean, I know why, but it's yeah. it this it makes no sense. Like it's right. stupid. Yeah. Just because they're not teaching it in school doesn't mean that the kids are not gonna learn about it because they right. to learn about it. Right. Like I said, like they have they could go to their nearest library. Pick up a movie, pick up a book, and they exactly. can they'll be able to learn about it. Yeah. And 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 I guarantee you, if they do that, some of those kids is gonna ask questions in class. And and, and then right. there it is. And then teachers, all they can say is we cannot talk about that because it will be illegal to teach that. Right. Because mm-hmm. right then, now in um three states, I think now it's four, Idaho, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. And Texas just passed in the House. Now it's going to the Senate. Um, it, oh, the, this article from the Daily Mail that I read is called The War on Wokeness in Schools. Three GOP states passed laws banning critical race theory and nearly a dozen other states working on legislation to stop white kids from being taught their, or, their oppression. For example, in the state of Texas, Texas Republicans voted to ban teachers from discussing important concepts like institutional racism and classroom. So that's what white supremacy, white privilege, dealing what we as African-Americans, what we dealt with, lynching, you can't talk about stuff like what we've been through, the civil rights movement, you can't teach on stuff like that. And basically what in the bill is saying, ban the explanation of, like I said, right, white privilege, white supremacy, ban the mention of current progressive movements like Black Lives Matter, ban teachers from assigning the 1619 Project as required reading. Now, if y'all remember, there was a whole study 
from a, I can't remember her name. She was from the New York Times that did a whole thing on the 1619 Project. So what did Trump and his administration do? They wanted to ban that and build it up to the 1776. Well, it was something some called along the lines of 17 Freedom Move. I don't can't remember what it was. And then Turkey Neck Mitch McConnell wrote to the Secretary of Education saying, you, you must stop the teaching of the 1619 Project. He's basically telling me, you, you must stop it. I don't think he read it or he paid it any attention. But you say, whatever going on, well, that. And also, it requires teachers to say that decades of slavery and racism were inconsistent with American founding value, knowing that the founders of this nation owned slaves, including Washington, Jefferson, all of them owned slaves. So they just want to say it's inconsistent with American founders' value. Bad teachers from explaining how current um, events stem past discrimination allow teachers to refuse critical uh, teachings and inequality trainings if it makes them feel uncomfortable. So that says a lot. You don't want, you, you, you it's crazy. I, it, I remember, I remember one, when we was in high school, I remember mm-hmm. uh, I was one of, our, one of my history classes and we were watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, I forget, I forget who our teacher was. It was one of the coaches. And, uh, and he was like, he was about to show the movie uh, Mississippi Burning. Right. Uh, and he was like, he said, if anybody at any point in this movie, if anybody gets uncomfortable, uh, he said, please let me know. Uh, and I don't know if he said uh, he'd allow you to step outside of the room or, right. or whatever. We were, we were doing it, you know, for we were watching it for a reason as we were as was something in the history books. Uh, and, that, and that movie was was uh, giving reference to what we were learning. Uh, and so he said, if it made anybody uncomfortable. You know, he said he allow you to step outside the room or, or or something like that. He was saying, uh, and so, but and and which I which I could respect that and I understand that, but it was being taught mm-hmm. anyway. Versus now, what you're saying is, oh, if if you're uncomfortable with what well, was if they're uncomfortable with, I guess if somebody asks about it and it makes them uncomfortable, they don't right. they don't want to deal with it. And that it says also teachers refuse uh, critical. Um, and equality training if it makes them feel uncomfortable. So right. If 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 uh if one if any student comes up and says I don't like this, this is making me feel uncomfortable. They can't teach it. So right. if you start talking about racism and talking about the original sins of this country, talking about how whites lynch blacks, and if they start feeling uncomfortable, they have to stop talking about it. I mean, right. but. It's a part of the history of this nation. So, yeah. So, what does this mean for African American students that are in public schools that have to abide by these laws in these states? Um, that just means parents, you're going to have to do more as far as teaching your children about what our people went through in this country. And also, you know, our churches, our African, predominant African American churches. We're going to have to start teaching history to our young members about why is there a black church? Why, 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 why is Sunday the most segregated, still yet, the most segregated day? What they say, 11 o'clock a.m. in America is still yet the most segregated hour 
in the country. Why, why, why is that? And then you have to explain that or, you know, have teachers about that. But, you know, I hadn't heard that before. I, that's that's news to me. I hadn't. Yeah, never. I, I had never heard that that uh, that narrative or that mm-hmm. term before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remember a long time ago we was learning something about Black history, and, and that's what the man and the teachers was talking about. How 11 a.m. on Sunday morning is still yet the most segregated hour. Everybody split, you know. Everybody, they, you know. I'm pretty sure now, you know, you have more people being more diverse churches and everything else, multicultural churches, but still right. yet it's still the most segregated hour, even in today. So, you know, that still needs to be explained. Why are there black churches? Why are there HBCUs? Why is there Texas A&M? You got Prayer View. They didn't want the blacks to go to Texas A&M. So that's why they made Prayer View. They didn't want the blacks to go to University of Houston. That's why they made TSU, you know, so... And it's and slavery too. They didn't want the slaves exactly. to go to the go to church with the white people. Exactly. And so yeah, that's what that's kind of where the birth of the black church happened. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they desecrate our our history to a month anyway. Right. So I wonder how black history is gonna be taught now in the states. If it gets taught. If it gets taught, exactly. So it's gonna be up to it's it's gonna if that if if that happens, it's gonna be up to to us to teach us about us right if that makes sense so i mean but yeah. it's just amazing to me how you know you seeing what happened in a 2020 election um people voting like their lives literally depended on it and now you're seeing the backlash of it, or what the republican party what i mean they seeing the browning of america that's happening and they're scared they're losing power and you seeing what's happening all across this land you seeing what's going on with voter suppression rights you see what's going on right now with these new laws passing and it's not democrats that are passing these laws they are republicans and i mean i mean i'm not gonna sugarcoat that's just what it is that's the truth and We have to, and I'm going to keep saying it till I'm red in the face. We have to do like Stacey Abrams said, when it comes down to it, you have to just overwhelm the ballot boxes when it comes to voting. Meldrick, I texted you something. I wanted you to read it. And it kind of goes along what we're talking about. Uh, 66 years ago this month, uh, Reverend George George Lee, co-founder of uh, Belzoni, Mississippi, NAACP, and the first black man to uh, register to vote in Humphreys County since Reconstruction was shot and killed when, uh, what's that, Medgar Evers, Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, NAACP field secretary from Mississippi, came to investigate the death. The county sheriff, the county sheriff boldly denied that any homicide had taken place. Instead, he claimed that Reverend Lee had died in a car accident and that the lead bullets found in his jaw were dental fillings. Wow. To overcome racial inequality, we must to we must confront our history. The next time another black person says voting doesn't matter, or a white person says uh, that that was so long ago, just get over it. Remember this story. Exactly. And thousands others like it. And what happened to Mega Evers? He got killed in his driveway. Wow. <laughs> and that man yeah. didn't get uh, charged for his death until he was in his 90s. 
Byron Della Deck with whatever his name was. So I mean, it's plenty of stories like what Meldrick just read that are not going to be that you would have never heard of this in school. And I remember in the summertime, my parents and my grandmother they 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 would um yeah they let me have fun during the summer. But the first few like that first month in June, I would have to read about stuff like this because my dad said you're not being taught this in school. So he said, it's up to us to instill it in you so you'll know. And my grandmother, she would tell me stories, things that she dealt with during segregation and everything. And I'm just like, why isn't this not being taught in school? Or what we're hearing during the month of February, it's the same old Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King, 1955. They uh, created the civil rights movement and in 1963. He, they did a march on Washington. He did his famous speech, I Have a Dream. And then in 1968, he died. He got assassinated. Pretty much all you hear, you don't hear birth of a nation. You don't hear about stuff. Things like, they barely talk about Malcolm X because he was ra- uh, radical. You, know, you don't really hear. So it's going to be up to us to teach our children these things, what's going on in this nation, why they try to erase it. And speaking of erasing, Republicans are yet trying to forget about what happened June the 6th. They had a hearing and it was some Democrat, I mean, excuse me, some Republican congressman basically saying it didn't happen. And if you do not believe me, so just listen to this real quick. This hearing is called the Capitol Insurrection. Let's be honest with the American people. It was not an insurrection and we cannot call it that and be truthful. The House floor was never breached and it was not an insurrection. This is the truth. There was an undisciplined mob. There were some rioters and some who committed acts of vandalism. But let me be clear, there was no insurrection and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. Was January 6th an insurrection or could it be more accurately described as a mob of misfits committing disorderly conduct, violent entry, civil disorder, vandalism, unlawful entry, et cetera? You know, the crimes that these people were actually charged with. At 207, a mob of Trump supporters breached the steps. I don't know who did a poll uh, that is Trump supporters. In fact, it was Trump supporters who lost their lives that day, uh, not Trump supporters who were taking the lives of others. I've repeatedly asked for the Capitol footage from before and during January 6th. Such footage would provide answers, could contain exculpatory evidence regarding the outrageous accusations against members of Congress, and most importantly, exonerate the many Americans who peacefully protested and never set foot in the Capitol. Democrats have said the events of the Capitol on January 6th were an assault on our democracy. And if that's true, if disorderly conduct in a restricted building is an assault on democracy, then what do we call setting fire to a federal court in Portland, Oregon, where people inside, what do we call that? 19 people died during BLM riots last year. Hundreds and hundreds were injured. 2,000 police officers were injured from BLM riots last year. And yet... We're going to discuss today, as if none of that happened, the events of January the 6th. The hypocrisy of this body is indeed disturbing. Well, there you have it. And let me just say, those are all Republican congressmen that, that did, that talked this. All Republican congressmen. 
That was just basically saying January 6th did not happen. Or what they'll throw up. Yeah. Huh? I said they've been saying that too. Right. Or they'll just bring up what happened last summer. Yeah. With the Black Black Lives Matter movements, which if you read the FBI documents, they say 90% of those uh, protests were peaceful. There were other folks in those um, that was in those demonstrations that were trying to pose as Black Lives Matter protesters, which that and they found that which was not true. That I mean that they found that the, the people that were that was not Black Lives Matter. There were people in, basically coming in into their camp trying to ruin it, making it look like it was Black Lives Matter. So I, I mean. This is what we're dealing with. And you know what? And it's something I want to bring up real quick. Well, you know how uh, how Black Lives Matters, uh, the movement, or you know what what it, the saying, everybody everybody tries to change it to mm-hmm. All Lives Matters or uh, Blue Lives Matters or whatever they whatever they want. They they try to change the narrative and they put something else in there. Mm-hmm. But have you have you seen any narrative change? To stop Asian hate, have you seen any change? Have you seen any any narrative change to that? Is there I, there has been no nobody has made any shirts where they try to they try to make something else of it versus just versus what it is? Stop Asian hate. It, it hasn't that hasn't that hasn't come up. Nobody's done that. But Black Lives Matter turned into a whole bunch of other different things. Um, just so just that theory on oh, okay. race. Um, so what I was gonna bring up was this. Um, what they I think what they're really trying to do, the the whole thing behind it, and why they're they're bringing those laws about not teaching about race, mm-hmm. is um, they're trying to. They say they're trying to erase racism. So I guess what they're saying is, if you avoid it, if you don't teach about it, then the kids are not going to grow up racist. Um, and so to me, it's just a it's just a flawed theory. Um, yeah. and just for them to even to even think that that would even happen um, by not teaching about it and avoiding it, I feel like these kids are going to learn about it anyways. It'll, yeah, they they're going to learn about it yeah. first at home, right? At home exactly. in society, when the cops pull a gun out on them or when they shoot them, they're going to learn about it then, right? Um, you know, it's other things that's going to teach them about it, and so I just feel like it's it's really, it's just neg- negligent. Um, you know, that they would do that. And that um, kind of like y'all were saying, it's a, it's a lot of le- Republican-led states. These men who are making these laws are white um, uh, GOP members. You got some black GOP members. I'm not going to say they're mm-hmm. all white. Some black ones that they're just going along with it. Um, and they need to be um, um, called out as well. Um, right. They especially need to be called out, uh, probably more than some of these white GOP members. So um that's just kind of the the take i had on it uh-uh. um, that's a good take is what they're trying to i just think the theory is, is messed up man like you can't you can't whitewash it you can't avoid it or, and act like it never happened i was just gonna i was just gonna bring up a uh uh <laughs> i guess you can make an, an, an example that's like saying oh you driving your vehicle and you run into somebody mm-hmm. and you get out and walk away like it like it just didn't happen Right. Oh, there's a there's carnage right there. The cars have been wrecked. Right. Oh, but oh, you get a, you getting out and walking away from it, and walking and you know, saying, oh, it didn't happen. Right. You you're doing more more harm than than helping. Right. Um, which that's what they claim that they're doing, but they're they're really harming. 
of society. And that's what they, it's just something they've been doing all along. Trump's been doing it. He's, they've been lying uh, this whole time about the, about the election, about the, the riots, uh, the Capitol, all that. And so um, the thing, the, I guess the sad part is that they, their uh, supporters believe it. Can y'all believe this? 70% of Republicans actually believe that um, the election, that Joe Biden did not win the election. 70, almost 70% of Republicans believe that. I think it just shows how strong they still are though. You can't, mm -hmm. yeah. you can't just assume that this thing is gone. Uh, right. It's not there, it doesn't exist because it's still there. Um, I mean, they just what removed Cheney um, right. out of her position um, and put someone else in a position because she was outspoken about Donald Trump. And I think that shows how much power Donald Trump still has too. Exactly. And the power, like sure. we can't, you can't really, I mean, you want to underestimate him, but you really can't. But um, get this with Liz Cheney and reason why I wasn't ringing her bell too quick because she said, I believe Donald Trump 93%. She did well, she, she yeah. that in an interview. Yeah. And, you know, they asked her, you know, would you vote with Joe Biden? She said, I would never vote with Joe Biden on anything. You yeah. said, I mean, so that gets you right there. Yeah, she did the right thing by speaking up. Yeah, but her, her party, too, they, they all do the same thing. They, they're they're really trying to appeal to their base because um, they know these elections are coming up and they want to keep their position. They can't mm -hmm. really go against Trump because if they do, nobody's going to vote for him. Exactly. Um, what's his name? Uh Mitt Romney got booed uh, yeah. the other day at the, the Utah with the Utah Republican uh, convention, convention that they yeah. had. He got booed. so. I mean, you you a lot of them. I think behind closed doors, yeah. don't agree with Trump. You're right, you are definitely right. Agree with Democrats on a lot of things, even on the infrastructure plan, plan that Biden has, uh, but they won't speak out against it because they know nobody's going to vote for them. They're going to lose. All right, man, let's, uh, let's go to HBCU news, Brent. Uh, you okay. have some articles about that. Yes, okay. this, um, okay, Delaware State University, this is good news, that Delaware State University cancels over $700,000 in student debt for pandemic hardship. So Delaware State announced this week that they canceled more than 730000 student loan debt to graduates during the finance during this pandemic. A historical black college used the stimulus funds it received from President Biden's American Rescue Plan. The Education Department guidelines and guidance in March allowed institutions that use the money for different needs, including canceling student loan debt. So this is just one of many, hopefully many schools that have done that. And they said it was over 220 students eligible to receive aid to receive approximately $3,200 in relief. And then cancel, also canceling their debt. So that was just good news. And that was an HBCU. So, and then, and then this canceling student loan debts for, you know, hardships and what these students, what they dealt with. Okay. I, I was looking to see if other institutions have done that. That's just the only one that I could find, but right. that's good news. Mm -hmm. And Delaware yeah. State, just a few years ago, was struggling trying to be accredited. And here they are canceling student loan debt. Mm -hmm. so that's that's good. Yeah, you know. I mean, they, in my opinion, I know tuition helps fund the school and helps you know pay faculty and stuff like that. But man, it's must up as much stuff as these colleges and universities do mm -hmm. to generate money. They can generate money. They generate money in all kinds of ways. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, they can definitely generate the money 
to uh, to to fund that school, uh, and not necessarily it have to it not not it it doesn't necessarily have to come from tuition. You know what I'm saying? So it I really think that it's possible that they can do that and not and not be hurting from it. You know, so that that's just my opinion on it. So yeah, you have schools like Delaware State, but you know that's pretty much their means of income is coming from the students. They're not like the Longhorns where they they got a whole football program that can handle that whole school. Texas A and M the same way. Yeah, you know Baylor with uh, you know they have alumnus that give crazy to them, and and then then they got a good athletic program and. You know, it's schools like Delaware State, and then the next one we're going to talk about Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. They don't have those means. Yeah. Well, no, I, and, and I, right, right, and, and you're right, and and then I, you're right, I, you're right, I, and I get that. Um, but, and I guess you, I guess you could also bring in the fact that maybe they, maybe those schools don't cost as much as those bigger schools exactly. to, to go to school. So maybe, I, I don't know, but. It, if they're able to to figure out a way to be able to cancel those kids' debt, that's 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 even more amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they said that was all from the stimulus money they got from the rescue plan. How they yeah. were okay. able to do that? They wouldn't have been able to do that if had they not if they mm-hmm. hadn't gotten the funding. Basically, right. if Trump was in office still, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have been able to do that because he wasn't going to sign no rescue plan like this. Right. Yeah. And when you look at it too, even when you go on some of those campuses, those HBCU campuses, it just doesn't, you can tell some of the stuff needs to be updated um, right. versus yep. when you go on like UT's campus or, or uh, A&M, like they right. stuff is all brand new, you know, right. constantly building new buildings and stuff is updated. Go right. to HBCU and compare it to one of those schools, man. It's just, it's not the same. Right. And right. so that helped from the stimulus. And even when, you know, you got some of these, you know, millionaires and billionaires out here, you know, supposedly you know vowing to get money you know that kind of stuff helps too like like um mclean he gave all that money for that stadium to be built for baylor yeah well that's why they named it after him because he gave he he donated so much to the school well yeah yeah that's you're right yeah that that helps well that's yeah that's another thing so they got Mm -hmm. they got bigger they got these big sport programs and then they got boosters and donors exactly who are also millionaires and billionaires right. think about that what is what is what do they need you know what are they going to hurt for i right. mean those guys give plenty they give millions of dollars probably to that right. school and so yeah. you know like hbcu just doesn't have the same the same means man they, yeah 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 you're right i mean uh, you're right about that yeah yeah and sure. i'm sure like when, when you when you say well it's true that you know you walk on the HBCU campus, and I'm sure a lot of those campuses are beautiful and they are they are amazing to look at. Mm-hmm. But like like you said, you can also see where upgrades are needed or and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think when and I think when people talk about HBCUs, they say oh they love it and it's a wonderful experience. And I think that's really what they're talking about is the experience mm-hmm. of going to an HBCU. HBCU right. It's not the fact that it's so wonderful and everything is brand new. Because it's it's not because they don't have like you said they don't have the mm-hmm. same funding as those larger larger uh, universities and colleges. Mm-hmm. And let's just be real, far as alumni giving, uh, alumni of HBCUs don't give at the rate as these other schools that we mentioned that their alumni give. 
Right. That, that, that plays that, a big part of it too. Yeah. yeah. So I just wonder, like people like with Deion Sanders, like what is he juggling if he would have took a job at uh, where, where he went? To, where did he go? Florida, Florida State. State. Florida yeah. State. We'll say if he took a job at Florida State versus where he is at Jackson. I'm right. pretty sure he yeah. got. It's a lot more work he got to do to get things done because it's just it's harder mm-hmm. versus if he would have took a job at Florida. He's putting them on the map, right? Yeah, and you got to. Um, who else is there's another uh, Eddie George? I think he's going to be coaching another uh, HBCU. Yeah, that's right. He sure is. Yes, he yeah. is. So with these guys coming and and, and coaching, and that's going to put HBCUs back on the map. Right. They'll pull a couple recruits, uh, you know, in. Right. I don't know which, you know, if they're going to get the, the top, top guys, but they're going to they gonna pull some in there. They're going to pull some. Yeah. And then also you got to look at all the work that Tom Joyner did for HBCU. Mm-hmm. For those 25 years that he gave, they said that man gave over over hundreds of millions of dollars in donations to HBCU. Yeah. Let's not forget about Bill Cosby. Regardless mm-hmm. of what he did, he gave hundreds of millions of dollars to HBCU. And mm-hmm. Bobby kept them afloat. Just think what the TV show Different World did for HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they, yeah. they said folks was trying to get into him, and school ain't even real. <laughs> they say, "How are we getting to him?" And right, right. They said, "Well," and then they just went to they just went to an HBCU because they saw that, like you said, man, they saw that experience on TV. What they actually went through when Debbie mm-hmm. Allen came in on the second season of Different World. She really turned that into an HBC. I don't know how Different World made it through the first season. I never know that. But once Debbie Allen came on the second season, who was an HBCU grad, she turned it into an HBCU. She said, oh, I'm going to use it for an example. She looked at the table. She said, what's hot sauce? She said, how are you going to be at HBC and you ain't got no hot sauce on the table? Put some hot sauce on the table. She said, yeah. where's the Greek set? Have them doing some stepping and stuff in between scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That right there, that built up the morality for HBCUs. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that kept it going. That kept it going for many HBCUs, especially in that Virginia area where Hillman was was supposed to be at. So, yeah. So, and speaking of what you were just mentioning, Meldrick, about funding on HBCU, Tennessee State, there's been some theft going on at Tennessee State by the government. Since the 50s, okay, let me just read this. Tennessee could, could okay, the state of Tennessee could owe a historical black college, Tennessee State, up to more than half a billion dollars at the withhelding funding for decades. A bipartisan legislation committee determined last month that the state failed adequate funding Tennessee State University and matched land grant going all the way back to the 50s, costing the public university between 150 to $544 million. That money they just didn't give them. They just didn't give it. They didn't give it to them. Up to almost half a billion dollars since the 50s, this school had not been getting the proper funding that it was supposed to get. Is it the the is it the government in Tennessee? Or it's is the it state. Like the it's, the, the state? it's the state. Oh, okay. I mean, I can. It's the, I can it's see not the, that. It's the state. Well, that makes sense now. Um, I mean, I think they just came up with that that law where they're not going to teach about race, and so Tennessee right. is as one of the states that just passed that law too. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's a state that 
I could. It, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise you, right? Not that they would. They wouldn't give the HBCU the money. No, not in Tennessee. And so they just been. They really did. They've been really dependent upon themselves to stay afloat. To stay afloat, right. right. And so, man. Well, I hope they get all that money. I hope they get I all five hundred. Not not just the one fifty. The five hundred and forty-four they supposed to get. Now, right. just get this: the HBCUs in Maryland just got a settlement for five two hundred. I think it's two hundred and something. No, it, it was 500 and something million for the next 10 years mm-hmm. between four universities. The governor said, I'll go up to 100. They said, no, we want 500 and some thousand over the course of 10 years. And this man just approved some big old um, race track that going to cost about that same amount for the state of uh, Maryland, but we're going to not give the funding for these four HBCUs in the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. They just went through this, and here it is, Tennessee State happening to them. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping that they get all of it and more. Yeah, like right. Mel, you were just mm-hmm. saying how teachers not being able to get rate. I mean, get the pay that they deserve, raises, and so right. they were just. Basically making it on a wing and a prayer at Tennessee State. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, they mm-hmm. definitely got definitely kept them. Yeah, he stayed um, right. Definitely kept them afloat, which is. But in uh, in light of news, I, I can say this: we were just talking about the Cosby's. Our favorite TV mother has just been na- named the Dean of Fine Arts, Felicia Rashard, at Howard. At her alma mater, Howard University. That's so awesome. She'll be that she'll be running the fine arts arts department at Howard. Yeah, that's great. Okay. All right. And also, she was named uh, TV's favorite mother of all times on Mother's Day. So that's also good news. That's good. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. All right, Mel. Mel, I know you got a topic that you wanted to bring up. Uh, yeah. What's what's going on? Well, so I was uh, on Facebook earlier and someone posted something uh, where they, they they posted something about, do you remember the last time uh, you got a whooping? Uh, <laughs> and I was and I, I was just started thinking and I was like, oh, OK, I think I remember. Uh, but I saw someone uh, and they posted and they said, yes, uh, yes, I do remember the last time I got a whooping. And that's why I don't believe in whooping uh, your kids. And I was like, hmm. And I and I said, I said, well, you know, everybody, you know, you hear the term uh, uh, spare the rod, spoil the child, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, and, and, I, and I was and I and I and I, I responded to him and I told him and I was like, I said, well, these kids need discipline and they need some type of, like I said, they need some type of discipline. And because you don't, you don't want kids just grow up and just feel, feel like they can do whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and I was like, but I, I really want to hear your reasoning behind uh, not believing in whooping your children. And her, her, her response was, I'm reading to you. Okay. It said, you don't have to resort to violence in order to uh, discipline your child, 
uh, you're teaching them to accept violence as a form of love, and that's wrong to me. And I was like, and I and I said, I was like, violence, really? I said, I said, whooping, not beating your kids like slaves. There's a difference. I said, children definitely will try you uh, to see what they can get away with. I said, I've seen some really disres- really disrespectful kids, and they are, and and those kids are terrible. And uh, and they say, and it stems from them not having any discipline growing up. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, um, and and their response was like, it said again, discipline doesn't have to be violent. Every child doesn't respond to violence well, which is exactly what whooping is. And I was like, and I understand. I, I was like, I understand that. I said every uh, everything doesn't deserve a whooping. So you know, everything a kid does doesn't deserve a whooping. Uh, I, you know, so I said I will say that, but. The things that do, uh, that is what's needed. I said, if your child is disrespectful, let's, let's just say, for example, your child spit on you, your child hit you, your child broke something on purpose because they was mad and throwing a temperature, throwing a temper. I said, what would you do? You just going to sit them in timeout? Is that what you're going to do? I mean, but I mean, like, how do you like I'm, my question to y'all is, how do you feel about that response where they thought uh, whooping your child was uh, a form of violence. I think you kind of answered it in a way yourself. You did, and right. As I mean, when they get older, they're going to whoop you. you yes, right. You know, or the so cops going to whoop them. Yeah, somebody yeah. going to whoop them. Somebody going to get all and they gonna, of them. They're going to try to whoop somebody else. You know? Yeah. And, 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 so, and to me, am I, and, I, and I, mean, I have a kid, I wish my kid would say something disrespectful to me or or buck up. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get mm-hmm. knocked back down. You're going to get knocked into. into some, if some, you buck. Right. <laughs> You're going to get knocked into some reality and i'm like and i and i and i and i went on and told him i said i said those kids will be fine if they get a whooping they'll be just fine yeah. and it, it ain't nothing gonna be ain't nothing gonna be wrong with them they, it's yeah. just it's it's a it's a it's discipline and those kids need discipline mm-hmm. and so i mean i'm like it, I, I i had never heard that before yeah. when she said that uh that it was a it was a form of violence but and then what's she gonna do when the kid grows up they're a teenager Right. She she do something they don't like and they 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 go off and hit her. Right. Exactly. Or they push her down. Or, right. Or hurt her or whatever. What you she gonna stand there? Check. You gonna try yeah. to put them in timeout like that's gonna work? No, Billy, like stop that. it. Yeah, yeah, you gonna tell them to stop it? No. No. Well, I, 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 I know exactly. I, I'm sure. I know. We we all know what she gonna do. She probably gonna fall. She gonna haul off and hit him. You know what I'm saying? And and, it, and but by that time it's too late. It's too late. They didn't. It's they too way too late then. Yeah. They 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 they. they Right. And it's like, and at that time, there's nothing you can do about it then. Yeah. And it, never understood. Oh, I'm sorry. Brax, no, I just, and just real quick, too. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I just heard a, a, a pastor talking about this the other day. It's oh, society, really? too, man. Just, I mean, That's everyone true. wants to do what feels right. Um, right. Do, you know, do you do what feels right? You can't always do, you can't always operate that, you know, that type of way. Nope. Right. Um, do what feels right. You know, violent. I mean, really? Um, it just sounds good, but it's not the truth, man. It, it just, right. you know, and it's just something I think people are running with, man. But like, you got to discipline your kids. Like you were saying, man, are they, they going, they going to be out of control when they get older. And like exactly. I was saying, somebody going to discipline them right. if you don't do it. And right. so, you know, like they're going to be the cops. And That's what I'm saying. If you don't whoop your kids, the cops show no will. Especially if your kid is a minority, you better discipline them. Right. The cops, right. And teach them the way. The cops will kill them. That's what we've been seeing here lately. They'll get killed. Um, A doggone tiger got more respect than we do 
They 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 caught that tiger down there in Houston. Right. They didn't stay tase it. They were like, oh, oh. And then and I was like, if that was one of us, right, we yeah. would have had five bullets in us. Yeah, it's just it ain't the same. Oh, yeah. I, I remember my grandmother told me she said you was born in the sin. So your first thought is to do wrong. She said, and my job is to whoop it out of you. <laughs> and that's true too. We yeah, that's a, I mean that's scripture. Right. We're all born into sin. We nobody's perfect. We've all right, sinned, right. right, and fallen short. And then what you said, Meldrick, uh, what spared spared a rise for the child. For the child. Yeah. yeah. So better not spread that rod because they're gonna be. They're, they're gonna, gonna be, put that rod. They're gonna use it against you. Yeah. They're gonna, yeah. They're gonna be hell. It's gonna be hell to pay when they grow up. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I never yeah. forget one time my mom said to me. I did, I did something. I don't know what I did. I got plenty of whippings when I was little. And I, I she, she said, she said, it's going to hurt me more because I gave you a chance. Mm-hmm. I said, well, then let me whoop you. Boy, why did I say that? She mm-hmm. All that, that feeling she had, I, I almost probably got out of the whooping. Yeah. When I said that, she woke, mama woke me out. I said, well, then let me whoop you. I think two people get mixed up. It's not, it don't, and kind of, and I just thought about this, Brent, when you were talking, it mm. don't mean that your parents don't love you because they would right. uh, That means that they care about you even more because they want to see you, you exactly. know, right. do things exactly. the right way. Uh, so because, people I mean, just get that confused. They think, oh, you may think that, they may think that I don't love them because I discipline them, but you, you're supposed to discipline them. You're supposed mm-hmm. to discipline right. them. Because I can, I can guarantee you every parent would love to not have to whoop their kids. Right, they would love yeah, to not have to. Whoop. If, to, if, to. Yeah. yeah, if if they kids did everything right and didn't have and didn't have to get no whooping, they would be great. They would be happy. But kids ain't like that. Right. And kids need correction and they need the discipline. Right. And so I mean, we didn't grow up like the Cosby kids. We right. wasn't all good, right? <laughs> and even in the Cosby, those kids got they got discipline. They still you know got that? and right. they got whoopings. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's I mean. I, it's just one of those things that I, I, I think is you're right. I think it's just how society is nowadays. Like, you know, like that, like that whole, the whole, the whole thing of them bringing up violence. I'm like, right. yeah. that's almost like, oh, like, oh, you go to school and you tell the, you tell the teacher that your kid, that your your parents beat you or something like that. And they, and it's just one of those things that that person might just be scared. That the fact that if I do something to my kids, they might, you know, they might report me or or something like that. Uh, okay, you try to dial nine one one, you gonna dial nine nineteen. That what Madea said, something like that. <laughs> I hit her so hard, she dial nine nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not. You're not you. You are not committing violence against your child. You're just oh. disciplining them. It's not. It's not like you are. Like you beating them, you know, to, to an inch of their life for no reason. You're not doing that, you know. It's it's that is not the purpose of what a getting a whooping is. The purpose is for correction right, and correction. and discipline. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's that's all it is. It's nothing more than that. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, like I said, everything don't deserve a whooping. You bring home a bad grade because you forgot to study. You you might. You, I don't think. It, like, I don't think you deserve a whooping just for that. Now, if you're doing it often, and if you always bring on bad grades, then you might, okay, oh, well, now you're going to get a whooping because you ain't, you ain't, you ain't learned yet. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you know, every, like I said, everything don't deserve a whooping. So you can, like, you can, you can take things away. 
you know, you can uh, you can uh, take like take privileges. Uh, you don't get your cell phone. You don't you don't get to play your game. You know, and a lot of times that hurts the kids more than getting a whooping. Right. Because now they don't have what they they don't have their fun. They mm-hmm. don't have what they're used to doing in front of them no more. And so now that's like, well, dang, if I don't straighten out, I won't get a chance to do this no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, especially like I know uh, I mean, one time I think I did something. My mom wasn't going to let me play baseball. Boy, I was like, well, what? Oh, no. I mean, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because you, you, that's mm-hmm. something you love doing. You know, if you take what they what they love to do away, then it's a lot of times that end up straightening them up uh, quicker. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. and that uh, I mean, and you want your kids to be respectful. You know, when exactly. They, when they get older, you don't want exactly. to teach them to be disrespectful. Right. You know, you want them to respect authority. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, at least exactly. you know how to 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 get you know give respect to authority. Not that they have to obey everything because not everything is correct. You know, right, all the time that comes from authority, but they need to be respectful. Right, I would. They could even they could even respectfully disagree with somebody. Right. You can respectfully disagree, right? Right. Uh, or if you've been disciplined enough, when you are not in your parents' eye, you'll think twice. If this get back to my parents, or right. they hear about this, I'm going something gonna happen to me, and I, I better do right. Right. Let I, I'm not going with child today over there. Exactly. Your you, your discipline at home can influence can have more influence over your child than their your child's surrounding. Right. Right. Like like I said, like 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 you often say, well, like the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're older, they won't depart from it. Like that's that's a, a discipline is a part of that. You know, right. that's that's a part of the training. Yeah. You know. Cause so they get a child, y'all would be doing some crazy stuff. I'm like, I can't go do that. I, I'm, I'm saved. I, I can't go do that. I'm gonna go home. Y'all, y'all crazy. Yeah, sometimes you you go home and, and <laughs> you sometimes you go home and leave the person that came with you all by themselves, just in the dust, gone. When the, when the cat's away, the mouse will play. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I mean, he just left me. That's the inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Belden, you are absolutely right on that. As far as spare the rod, spoil the child, and Braxton, you were right about just discipline. If, if if you don't whoop them, somebody will, or uh, they gonna whoop you at the parent, yeah. or they gonna get whooped by the cops, or whooped by or somebody they, else, or, you right? Know. Or they're gonna try to whoop somebody and they're gonna get their behind really whoop. Yeah. So discipline your children, parents. Don't beat them to kill them to death. But that's not that's that's that's, that's not that, what we're saying. That that's probably what that lady was talking about. She right. probably got whooped so bad that it turned into a beating, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But, you know, just yeah. whoop them enough to be like, hey, I, yeah, like with okay, with my dad, I know how far I can go with my dad. Before right. I'm like, before he give me that look, and I'm like, okay, all right, let me be quiet. Right. And then, and then I, that's it. Or I won't even let it get that far. I'll be like, okay, right. all right, all right. People say that you that you being a punk, you ain't standing up now. I'm being respectful, and I ain't no dummy. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you got to be respectful. You know, uh, even the Bible talks about honor thy father, father and mother. That your yeah. days may so, be long upon yeah, this earth. It will add, you know, life to you. So, yeah. years to your life. So, 
I mean, all these things are good, man. Hey, BNB family, thank you once again for tuning in to our show. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you come back. Visit us again. We're going to be here the same time, same day, every week, okay? Please do not forget to also follow us on our social media platforms. We're on Twitter at BNB Empower, Instagram at BNB Empower 3, Facebook at BNB Tell It Like It Is, and also on YouTube at BNB Empower. All right, so we're going to go ahead and send y'all off with this last song. We hope y'all be blessed, and we'll see y'all next week.
uh, do not forget uh, to please follow us. Follow us on our social media. Go to YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. We are on all those platforms. We're also on, we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes and we're on um, Spotify. So do not forget to go to those platforms. Please follow us. Listen to us. We are BMB. Tell it like it is. What's that? But thank you. If you look at if you look at Brent's box, you can see all the social media right there. All social media right there. But Uh, if you're listening live on radio, you can't see that. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on um, Z Radio uh, Live. Z Radio Live. (laughs) I forget the name of that. Yeah, every time. Uh, Z Radio Live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. And um, like you say, if if you if anything we said you've been informative, you've been empowered, or you got some knowledge that you didn't know, bless us. Donate to us at hashtag, mm-hmm. I mean at dollar sign BMB empower on cash app. Yeah, just or if you guys got topics, I mean, let us yeah. know. Let yeah, us send know. Us some stuff. Send like us some stuff. You know, or what else to talk about? So, I mean, it could be that if y'all enjoy something we talked about, if y'all wants to go a little bit deeper in yeah. something we talked about, or if y'all have suggestions, please, please, please go to our pages and and go to the and DM us. Yes, let us yeah. know because sure. it go down in the DM. But uh, yes, we're gonna get out of here. Um, Lord, we thank you for today's show. We thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for waking up today, waking us up this day. And Lord, we thank you for allowing us to have this time to make our discussions and and have discussion topics. Lord, we thank you for this show.